All right, Mike, welcome back to another one. Rory, how you getting on? Yeah, not too bad. So, did you get up to much over this week? Um, just paying attention to the markets, new gym sessions, trying to behave, stay out of trouble as per yeah. usual. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good. What about yourself? Yeah, not too bad. Um, had a good night last night with everybody, obviously. Um, oh, it was good. Was seeing good. you there too. So, I think the next podcast, we're actually going to talk a bit about that, about expanding your network and the importance of that. But that'll be for another one. Uh, if everybody yep. listens to that but yeah had a decent week finished everything off with uni all exams all coursework everything done mate so that's me sitting on my... to celebrate a fair play like guys yeah. watch the commitment from Rory here to the podcast like he should be out celebrate should be on a bender but no yeah. he's here giving us yeah. a rundown <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did say last night if you don't hear from me until Monday or Tuesday then raise the alarm but I'm back and <laughs> I came back on the same night I went out so nothing to worry about so yeah. in the Interesting week anyway in markets. Um, I mean, just if we look at S and P five hundred, you know, uh, the futures at the moment is pushing forty two twenty, and I mean we're above that sort of psychological forty two hundred that's been playing havoc. Yeah. You know, the last couple of months, the last time we were here, just to refresh everybody's memory, um, was twenty ninth week beginning fifteenth of August. That was the last time we were there. So we've seen. I'll actually just share the screen, um, just for people to see. So people can just see here that, you know, we we reached these all-time highs at the end of 2021, pushed all the way down uh, to the lows of sort of around, you know, 3,600. Then at just uh, Q3, end of Q2 last year, uh, we pushed up to 4,300 and then fell all the way down to 3,500. And then now we're just back up here around this 42. So back around this mm. area again. What's your thoughts, Mike? Do you think we're going to continue 43, 44? Or do you think that this is it? Yeah, I'm. I feel like we sound like Michael Jackson here. We're always saying this is it, but you know, it just seems to be pushing higher. What do you think? It's an interesting one. Um, you know, I feel as though the macro picture still isn't very clear. Yeah. Um, nice to see that we have some faith being installed in some of the equity indexes. Um, you know, look, as if the indexes are doing well, then you know, it's 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 generally green flag, the good side all around. Um. I'd like to think we can see moves north. Um, that that's what I want. Now that's yeah. what I want, and obviously what I want is very different from you know what what, what you know potentially could happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know it could potentially see you know as as you marked up quite nicely there on the chart. You know a few sort of resistance levels, psychological levels at forty two. Obviously, if we're trending just above, you know it can easily just tick below, and then suddenly you know your 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 trend's reversed, and you know the short term is taking the dips out. Yeah, you know we we, we we've seen you know. We've seen very much uh, that sort of action in, in uh, a few bits of analysis that I was doing earlier in the week. When I was looking at uh, sterling, dollar, you know, I wanted to break one, two, five. I was hung out for a while. No, we dipped down and now it's like, okay, are we going to see a break above that? I'm not too sure. But, um, you know, look, the macro picture is an interesting one. Um, yeah. Very much a case of we've got a debt ceiling to worry about. Um and again, that's not sorted, but there's some optimism in terms of, you know, what's been put out there in the media. You know, hope, hopeful that a deal can be struck is a headline that I was uh, you know, reading on this morning. So, yeah. you know, I feel as though you might have seen equities rally on the back of that. Yeah. Um, obviously, dollar's doing all right too. The index, the XY, obviously at 183. So, it you is. know, it's, it seems as though there's little bits of uh, optimism creeping into the markets. And obviously, gold selling off as well just feeds into the dynamic, doesn't it? 
Yeah. You know, now, I mean, yeah, I feel as though short term there could be a bouncer. Why not? Yeah. And I mean, one thing you mentioned, I think we were talking about one day, was it the last podcast? You said something about the debt ceiling that's been raised, like, you know, was it 78 times or, yeah. or, or something like that? And I mean, we, yeah. they've never defaulted. So if you're going to go for the 79th time, why not? I mean, I yeah, think exactly. it's, I, I think the pot's just been completely stirred here. I think it's just a, you know, it's just your political crap, really. It is. It is. You know, it of, is. Of, 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 try, of trying to stir the sides up, trying to make somebody look bad. And I think that's all it is. I don't think, you know, it's not going to come to anything. It hasn't came to anything. You know, the negotiations are looking strong. Um, as you said, you know, CPI is coming down. Unemployment rates now still at all time lows. Labor markets are strong. Stock markets are strong, yeah. and the market's still pricing in a, a, a Fed rate cut. I mean, it doesn't yeah. it, it doesn't add up. You know, there is now some commentary coming through that the Fed are potentially looking to hike in June. You yeah, know, and it, yeah, it's like you need to chuck the rule book out because yeah. you know, one and one is no longer making two. So it's yeah. making fish as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but I mean, you know that I think the the markets are still forward looking to rate cuts. But yet the macro is saying that we need rate hikes. And I think mm. that divergence is just forever expanding, if that makes sense. You know, no, you usually completely have agree. a small divergence. It's now just getting wider and wider. And I think that something has to give way at some stage. And that's one of the conversations we had with a few guys last night is that something has to give way at some stage. Yeah. You Something's got to break. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel as though, you know, the kind of short-term implication or the most solid... Uh, indicators out there i think is the uh us bond market looking at some of the shorter tenors uh one month two months three months yeah all, uh, above five five and a half yeah five all-time and a half highs percent. huge yeah. five and a half percent to hold a uh, one month government debt yeah every, government debt. everybody's just going to be taking them on every single month yeah you know but why you why wouldn't you that's all the hedges are doing you know it's flocking into them getting a big five and a half percent for holding it to maturity yeah I mean, you're you're laughing. Yeah, be stupid not to. I mean, you know this, and the, and the story is actually quite similar. You know, that's sort of the US cover. You know, if I just share the screen here, and you know, if we share the DAX, same story here in Germany, but even better. I mean, DAX is pushing all time highs. If we look at this on a weekly chart here, these are the all time highs seen at the end of November 2021. So that's pretty much what we're seeing in terms mm. of the DAX. You know, um, and the technicals look bullish there. The, the technical so look bullish. If if we manage to get above this, then it's just a clear run up. But I mean, this will be the third time at around this level for the DAX. Does you know this sort of sixteen to sixty? Does it look as if now we could maybe potentially see the resistance coming in? You know, if we're seeing more rate hikes from the ECB, still seeing a somewhat strong labour market. You know, could we start to see this coming off? And again, it's just a, like we mentioned, you have that divergence there between you know, what's happening on the macro front, what's actually happening on the technical front and everything in between. Things just aren't adding up. Things don't have to add up for markets, you know, to continue in a Very direction. Very true, mate. Very true. It's all the psychological yeah. game at the end of the day. Yeah. It's interesting you bring the DAX up and looking at yeah. where it's at now. I mean, you posted about it earlier in the app with German PPI coming yeah. in hotter than expected. Obviously, you know, you would expect markets to have a negative reaction to that. Well, no, not really. The DAX is still up on the day. Yeah. Obviously, we're still in the middle of the trading day as of recording this, but you know, positive implications there. And obviously, I had a quick look at euro dollar. I expected a bit of a uh, bit more of reaction. It was, it was flat as, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. You know, it was um, you know, it was a bit of bit of retracement there, but nothing in terms of violent reactions. Um, very much muted. Um, yeah. So 
I feel as though probably psychology and bull sentiment seems to be, as you said, uh, displacing the importance of the macro picture at the moment. Yeah, and you know, looking at euro here, like you've mentioned, that one hundred seven fifty level seems to be somewhat holding. You know, for now, I think we'll probably come down to that one hundred seven fifty. You know, after that, we're probably looking at around this monthly uh, S two support here, around this one hundred six fifty. I mean, it's it, you know this sort of run that we've seen really in Euro. If we just go to a weekly chart, you know this was the run down here in September, October when we've seen that huge dollar strength coming in. You know yep. where uh, we actually breached parity, came ran all the way up here to one ten or one eleven, sorry, and now we're sort of retracing back down. You know, it it yeah. doesn't look like it looks like you're starting to run out of a bit of strength here, and dollar strength is starting to come in. Or if you look here in the monthly chart, you know from what date was this twenty. Sorry, I'm pulling up adverts now. Um, you know, down here around 2015 to 2017, you know, the Euro's just really been trading in this range, seen a breakout back into the range, seen a breakout, you know, back into the range again. It's good point. It's good point. Yeah. It's just trading back where it belongs. And I think this is probably really where Euro belongs, if I'm honest. It's just around that 110 sort of level. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it's a fair point, fair call. Uh, obviously, we've seen as you quite rightly pointed out there, uh, dips in and out of that range. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think one ten is a good level for the currency. Yeah. Price. Another one we were talking about last night as well, just at the bar, was about oil. Um, yeah. You know, we, we've seen oil obviously twice now come down to around the 64.50 level. I'll just show mm. the chart for that. Yeah, we've seen oil obviously, well, from Russia, Ukraine, it's, you know, picked up here, WTI picked above 120, 130, I think it was, and then ran all the way down here to 64.50. Obviously, there was a pricing error in here. I believe this was a pricing error two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, huge spike there. We've now ran up to the sort of seventy three fifty, but it looks as if demand just still isn't there, especially coming from the east. You know, in the likes of China, I still think yeah. we're going to run down to around the sixty five, this sort of sixty level. But that's excluding what I think OPEC are going to do. If OPEC's, you know, potentially announce, you know, I think if if we break below this sixty four, OPEC are going to start to announce, you know, production cuts, and then we're going to see oil yeah, lifted up. Yeah, of course. Again. Prop, yeah, you know, once we do see lows, and again, we kind of have to back pedal, you know, for when sixty four was last seen. Obviously, I'm just looking at your chart there now. Yeah. Uh, sort of like August of uh, what last year. Um, it's, it looks an interesting one. That moving average as well looks, you know, very bearish too. Yeah. Um, so on the technical side, yeah, it, it looks as though there's a rooms to go south. Yeah. Um, but you know, wh- where are we going to be? It's very interesting to see the the landscape in which you know we're currently in with with oil at the moment. You know, at the beginning of the year, I remember reading and Reuters having a few discussions myself. People were saying, "Oh, oil will average about ninety to a hundred dollars." Uh, yeah. Over the course of this year. Yeah, you know, that call is looking very woeful. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen you know a strong decline, and you know there's sustainability behind this move. Yeah, um, and was it, again, you know, sorry, no, sorry, I was going to say, was it Morgan Stanley and Citibank were arguing between a hundred dollars a barrel and sixty dollars a barrel for oil when it was wow. at like it was like at eighty dollars, and Morgan Stanley said it would go to hundred, Citibank said it would go to sixty, and looks like you know Citibank it's like were, cities in the money. Yeah, cities in the money. Morgan Stanley are well out of the money, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's an interesting one to see. Obviously, very politically driven. Um, and as you said, if we do see extreme moves, well, then you know that's where we'll see OPEC, you know, yeah. come and take the reins over and prop up prices as needs be. 
Yeah, and, and something else as well, just to look at, you know, if we look at this chart here, this just shows the, you know, overall CPI in the US. And we can really see when it, um, you know, this was June 2022, when it um, peaked at 9.1. And look at the decline we're really on now. You know, I mean, we're down here at 4.9. But if you actually look at this one here, this is um, CPI, X, food and energy, you know, and it's moved sideways all year. Yeah. You know, and if I actually just stop sharing that one and go back onto the chart here and just look at oil, you can see oil has that sort of same movement as the CPI does. But in, yeah. term, but in terms when you strip the oil and food out of it, or energy and food, I should say, it's moved sideways. So that's why I think, you know, the discussion we had with one guy last night is that inflation's really going to become sticky now. Yeah, and it's interesting, Rory, because obviously, you know, when you look at, you know, your commodity markets, it's, it's very broad. People, yeah. People, know, people look at commodities and the first things they think of is oil, gold, silver. Yeah. Very, very rarely do we see, um, you know, topics of discussion being led and highlighted by, uh, you know, the softs. Yeah, so and you mentioned, you mentioned one as well about orange juice as well. Orange juice on an absolute rip. Sugar yeah. on an absolute rip. You know, these are, I think I read somewhere there the other day, if you bought into orange juice back in 2019, today you'd be up 197%. Yeah. <laughs> Tropicana pays the bills. Yeah, there we go. And then sugar, as as I called it back in Jan, you know, we we're up thirty five percent on the call I made when you know I was just doing some analysis myself. But you know, these things as well, people are ignoring just how much of a rip yeah. softs are on, and that's due to you know things out of our control with you know regards to like harvest yield, weather, supply side issues, and these are the you know the fundamentals, your economics one hundred and ones that are ultimately going to feed into. Uh, you know, supply chain issues, which then, you know, feeds into the inflation picture. And obviously, more relevant to the UK than anywhere else in the world, you know, that cost of living crisis. Yeah. So it's very much, um, you know, a, a picture of where you look at oil, it's on this list, oh, commodities, a bit iffy. But look at the real, real commodities, commodities that the everyday Joe uses, they are still outperforming. Yeah. You know, this was the argument I was trying to make at the beginning of the year. They're going to outperform and they're going to have an impact on inflation, which, you know, it's going to be very hard yeah. to revert. Whilst yeah. we're talking about interest rates and trying to slow down consumer spending, investing, what is it? you can do all that. That's the demand side. You can't affect the supply side of the supply chain. You know, exactly. Rates. It just simply doesn't work. So, um, you know, it will be interesting to see where we are towards the end of the year with inflation levels and, you know, what calls are going to be made with regards to, okay, we've done as much as we can. It's a supply side issue now. You know, when are those you know, discussions going to start happening? Because, you know, you look at the softs, they suggest that those discussions are probably going to be inevitable. Yeah. You know, and, and just looking here, this is actually the CPI report in the US, you know, breaking it down into all the different categories. I mean, we can yep. see here, as you mentioned, 4.9% is the headline number that everybody sees. But if we look here at cereals and bakery products, it's still at 12. Wow. It's still at 12.4. Um, other food at home still up at 10.4. So you're still seeing double mm -hmm. digits. If we look here at the interesting one here, Mike, energy commodities, uh, fuel oil is down 20%. Wow. You know, so any wonder inflation's fallen as quickly as it is. But the problem that we're really having is that it's um it's not fallen in these other sectors. You know, we're looking here at food and things like that. 
it's not fallen. And this here just gives a really good breakdown of exactly where it is. If we look at shelter here, it's still up 8.1%, yeah. you know, um, not 0.4 month on month. So, I mean, it, it, it's inflation. It's a mixed bag. There. It, it, it is a mixed bag. I think inflation is still what's some there. I think as Warren Buffett always says, he never understands why they have inflation, you know, um, which excludes the food and energy because he says everybody always uses it. But I think this time around, it's actually good to look at it because it shows really how sticky it is. Because again, yeah. if we just look at the oil chart once more, just before we sort of finish up, um, it'll just make everything a lot more clear to people if we look at, at the oil. If we go back here to sort of June 2022, which is June, July 2022 here, okay? So if you take that price, uh, you know, WTI was around $105 a barrel. If you look at year-over-year -year prices and go back to June 2021, you know, you're comparing that with prices that were down at 66. So oil yeah. was up over 100% nearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good point. You know, so, so you're going to see that. So sometimes that's why it's good to actually strip that out of it to see what real inflation is. And I think that's where the, yes. now the, that's now where the test is coming from. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's why, you know, I'm, I'm still... I don't want to say bearish in the market as we're pushing above recent highs, but I, I still think that there's tighter monetary policy conditions to come. I still think we're going to hit. Well, yeah, you're right. It kind of goes back. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. It goes back to what we were saying earlier. You know, like we're seeing strength in equities. We're seeing, you know, indices having a good time at the moment. Yeah. But, you know, the discussion we've had, you know, as of recent is saying, like, look at oil, look at energy, you know, households still feeling the pinch. It really is, you know, uh, a toss of the coin at the mm -hmm. minute with regards to you know how markets are going to react what we're going to see on an intraday basis you know how equities are performing week to week is very much still volatile it's choppy it's uh you know a guessing game as as far as i'm concerned at the moment um yeah. you know there's not there's not one asset class out there at the moment that i can strongly put my hat on and say look there's your trend and it's yeah. clear and it's evident a bar softs yeah you know as i said um, but again, it's 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 one of those where it really is a case of taking your you know your market actions day by day, week by week. Yeah, I think you know just looking at one sector that I would say that I would be quite bullish on would actually be consumer staples, and the mm. reason for that is because you know as you mentioned, if you look at the softs, the softs are really increasing in price. We looked at the CPI report; the CP, the inflation is still sticky around softs. You know, if if you break down what softs are, well, there it's pretty much food and beverages that everybody needs. Yeah. So what what does that fall under? Well, it falls under consumer staples. So looking at the um, you know, companies like Marks and Spencer's, looking at Tesco, well, maybe not so much MS because they're they're more premium, but looking at Tesco, maybe looking at your Walmart, maybe not so much Target, you know, again, it's more premium. Yeah. But these are going to be your types of companies. Dollar Tree, for example, might be a great one. These are going to be your types of companies that are definitely, I think, going to outperform uh, most of the market. Uh, I well, yeah, I think they're forward looking as well. Obviously, if we're trying, if we're saying potential slowdown, uh, recession on the way, uh, yeah. you know, those staples are going to benefit from, you know, defensive yeah. moves. Because every, like, everybody, every, everybody needs food. Yeah, you can't live without it. You know, everybody needs food and regardless of the price, they're going to have to pay it. They might go somewhere cheaper, but if inflation hits the supermarket, it also hits your wallet, your, you know, your wallet. And I mean, if they see revenue increases, stock's going to get upgraded. Stock price is going simple to go as, up. It's as simple as, yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, and that's it. So I think just to sum it all up, I think S&P 500 pushing above 4,200. DAX looking to go all-time highs. Everything's very bullish. Dollar strong. 
Um, mm-hmm. Euro USD is coming down. Aussie dollar obviously is coming down. I mean, what would be your, you know, goals also coming down? It was down as low as nineteen fifty. Yeah. this week. What's your advice going forward in 10 words? Take it day by day. Uh, yeah. It's very important. I feel as though sentiment could flip on a coin. Um, and look, line up your confluences. Yeah. You know, it, look, it's easier to buy. It's easier to buy when we're at all-time highs, but remember, that's not the game. Uh, exactly. Yeah, the, it's easy to buy at all-time highs, but that's not the game. That's what we'll title it. <laughs> There you go. All right, Mike. Sounds good. Thanks very much. Last um, one. Yeah, catch you in the next one. Cheers. Cheers.